How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. An insider's look at the National Football League. It's NFL Lunch. Presented by Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. With Vinny and Haney on 105.7 The Fan. Try to feed you some football here on this Turn It Up Tuesday NFL Lunch style. It's Vinny and Haney, Bob Haney, Vinny Serrato, Nolan McGraw, other side of the glass. Ravens in London taking on the Titans. Two teams coming off of disappointing losses. Here to talk about that and everything else that's going on in the league through the first five weeks of the season. GoPhoenix.com. He's covered the NFL for a long time. He's our friend. He's on the WGK Law Guest Hotline. He is Howard Balzer. Howard, good afternoon. What is happening? What is happening? I mean, where do we start? I mean, it's just another NFL season that I guess you can just say, everyone always says, boy, this is a strange season. This is crazy. Look at all these injuries. Yeah, much different than all the previous ones, right? (laughs) Hey, let's start by, uh, you know, maybe uh, getting on some teams that are underachieving right now. And, you know, three that are coming to mind for me, New England, Denver, Minnesota, certainly, and the Giants. I guess that's four based on my math. But of those teams, and Jefferson, you mentioned injuries, Howard. He's going to be out for a while with a hammy. Of the one in four teams with playoff hopes, the most disappointing of them are is who, if not all of them, I guess. Yeah, they're, obviously they're all uh, disappointing. And when you look at the Vikings, for example, I mean, what what was the narrative and an accurate one all last season? Boy, is is this are these one score wins sustainable? Mm-hmm. And they were eleven and zero during the regular season in one score games, and that was very unusual. Obviously, then what happened? They lost a one score game in the playoffs to the Giants, of course, and then this year begin without Dalvin Cook at running back, and they're losing one-score games. And now, like you said, they've lost Jefferson, and so you wonder how they're going to be able to turn it around. You know, the Giants, I think, you know, were a classic example. They weren't 11-0, and but they were 8-4 and in one-score games uh, last year. They only won nine in the regular season, but all of a sudden, you know, Brian Dayball is hailed as, oh, he's you know, he, he's unbelievable, coach of the year and all these things. And they make the playoffs with a 9-7-1 and record in large part because Saquon Barkley was healthy 
all season, and they had a healthy offensive line. And then so far this year, they haven't had that, neither of those things. In fact, right now I believe it's three of their offensive line starters are out, and Andrew Thomas, their left tackle, had, he's played one game in the opener, and he was injured in that game. So, <clears throat> granted, they haven't looked very good, but that's what happens when you don't have your bell cow running back. You don't have that offensive line, and the receivers around Daniel Jones are not top shelf. And so you have a struggling offense. And all of a sudden, Brian Dayball is not considered a genius anymore. But it always comes down to personnel. So, you know, that's a take on those two. What, who are the other two you mentioned? It was uh, Vikings, Giants, uh, New England. Let's yeah, talk that well, a little bit. Oh, yeah, Big yeah, where, Bill. Yeah, where, <laughs> where, where, where do we start on that one? Which you always thought, and I said this many times, and you always thought that even with that situation there – and the third, by the way, the third offensive coordinator in three years for quarterback uh, Mac Jones. But you figured that while they tried to get the offense together, at least they'd be really good on defense because that's the staple of Bill Belichick teams. And these last two weeks have been ugly. It's not only all on the defense because when the offense doesn't do much, there's more pressure on the defense and you have turnovers on the offense and all those things. But Boy, that does not obviously look to be going in the right direction. And, you know, it's interesting with quarterback play because I'm, I'm asked all the time about Brock Purdy, right? Mm-hmm. And let's remember back to that draft a couple years ago when they tra- the 49ers traded up to the third overall. There was the whole debate, oh, are they taking Trey Lance? Are they taking Mac Jones? A lot of people thought it was going to be Jones, and they ended up taking Lance. And then he gets hurt like Garoppolo does. Then Garoppolo got hurt again, and all of a sudden, Brock Purdy, they haven't lost a game with him at at quarterback. And there's no real answer for this, but suppose the 49ers had selected Mac Jones. Would Mac Jones be able to do a lot of the same things that Brock Purdy is doing with that incredible talent around them and a defense that enables you on offense? You don't have to take chances you know, third and third and long, whatever it might be. Okay, there's no crime in punting. We'll get the ball back because our defense is so good. And so that's the fine line that truly exists in this league. And right now, everyone's wondering what's going to happen with, with this Patriots team. Are they capable of improving through the rest of the season? And obviously, the, a lot of the chatter is, wow, will Robert Kraft move on from Bill Belichick? It almost sounds sacrilegious to say that, but – Hey, you never know. You never know. This if they don't make the playoffs. This would be the third year in four years after Tom Brady that they haven't been in the postseason. Hey, Howard, is Cleveland gonna waste a phenomenal defense? I mean, after after I saw him play the Ravens, they are phenomenal. You know, and because Watson, I don't, I don't think he's practiced yet again this week. Right, he hasn't practiced yet. It's still early. You know, they had an extra practice uh, yesterday because they were coming back. Uh, from the bye. And so whether that was just give him another couple of days before he gets out on the field, uh, we don't know. Uh, they won't be practicing today. So we'll know more uh, when they're back on the field tomorrow, but that's just a strange situation there where he's cleared medically, but he felt that truly physically, he wasn't able to be himself. And, and we know how it is. You know, no one wants to hear after the game, if the quarterback doesn't do well and people say, well, you know, he was playing injured. Well, no one wants to hear that. But that's the reality, and that's that's the situation players find themselves in sometimes is that, hey, you want to be able to go out there and play at a high level. But if you have, you know, if you have an injury that could affect that, then 
that's that's not a real good place uh, to be. And so, yeah, we'll see we'll see what happens with him because I think most most everyone thought that after he got some of the rust off at the end of last season, mm-hmm. that this year with off season and training camp and all those things that it would it would start going well. Then of course they lose Nick Chubb for the year, and suddenly the offense isn't what everyone thought it was going to be. And so, man, that that's a real big question mark of what happens the rest of the season with that team and and all the money that they have guaranteed and committed to Deshaun Watson. Now, Howard, I, I tell you what, uh, are are the NFC East people in trouble? I mean, Burrow looked like he was pretty close to being the regular Joe Burrow last week. He he certainly was, and I was I was there at that game, and the the Cardinals just you know they're undermanned. They were undermanned on this roster anyway, but and especially on defense. And then they start losing guys on defense, and they just could not cover uh, Jamar Chase. Uh, Burrow certainly you know looked back. The Cardinals did get to him a few times in the first half, but then that didn't happen in the second half, and Chase goes for one ninety two and three touchdowns. So if this is, you know, and, and, and Burrow was moving around, you know, pretty good. I hadn't seen him very much the first few games, but everyone was saying, even he said that I, I just couldn't extend plays. I wasn't able to, you know, get out there and move when, when things weren't looking too good. He, he sure did that on Sunday. So, and, and, and the way this division is going, I mean, heck, you no, know, if they had lost that game and they were behind at one point, if they lost that game, they'd been one and four and that's, even though it's early, that's still a hill to climb. But all of a sudden, two and four, you, you can feel good about yourself. And, you know, the division just seems to be kind of anybody's uh, to grab right now. So uh, that, that, that's a team that is, you know, really can make some noise the rest of the season. And I think they're also, there's always been the case the last couple of years, guys, with them, is that they've been underrated on defense. And everyone was saying, well, they haven't played very good defense the first few weeks. Well, that's because the offense was horrible and the defense was on the field all the time. And so now in the comp- com- the, the complementary game that football is, the defense will probably start playing a lot better. So that's, I think that's going to be a heck of a dogfight in that, in, that, in that division for the rest of the season. Now, uh, Howard, what do you think about Thursday night's game? You know, because I, if Kelsey doesn't play, I guess that'll help Denver a little bit, but that defense is awful. Yeah, it's it's off. Yeah, it's terrible. And you know that was the one other team, uh, Bobby, you mentioned at the, at the top in terms of disappointing teams. And I don't know what the true expectations are were for the Broncos, but certainly the feeling was that they would be improved, that they would be better from what happened last year with Sean Payton and all that. But man, when then when they get seventy put on them by the Dolphins and they 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 basically can't stop you know stop anyone, then yeah, without Kelsey, that could affect. You know, the Chiefs certainly, but the Chiefs certainly find a way to manufacture things, uh, even when they're missing some of their best guys. But but how, how Denver can turn it around on defense, you know, and they just traded Randy Gregory. So are we seeing here, you know, a player dump and all that? Are we going to see, a, you know, a total change after this season in terms of the, the roster, including Russell Wilson? Who knows? But I'm sure that Sean Payton didn't think that it was going to be as bad as this when he took this job. Howard Balzer, GoPhoenix.com, talking NFL with us, Biddy and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. Howard, appreciate the time as always. Enjoy the rest of your Turn It Up Tuesday, and we'll talk to you soon. 
Sounds good, guys. Take care. You got it. Howard Balls, everybody. Talking about what's happening in the National Football League as best we can in our short time frame for sure. When we come back, I'm going to let you know who the five worst teams in the NFL are. The Feeble Five, as chosen by Vinny Serrato. And we'll talk about the Major League Baseball playoffs. Mike Exesa, CBSSports.com. Orioles Rangers tonight, 8.03. Baltimore Baseball tonight at 6. Me and Ryan Ripken brought to you by Salvo Auto Parts. We're going up till 7.30. Oriole Hall of Famer Mike Bordick going to be checking in. It's all hands on deck here on The Fan, getting you ready for tonight's game, which, by the way, you can hear. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. I'm a fan. How in the world? Vinny and Haney's Feeble Five. It has been a nightmare for this team. The handful of teams we wish the Ravens were playing. You suck. 1057 The Fan. Earlier in the show, gave you the dirty dozen, 12 best teams in the NFL through five weeks, led by the San Francisco 49ers, and rightfully so. Now we get to the opposite end of the spectrum. The five worst teams, otherwise known as Vinny's Feeble Five. All right, uh, Feeble Five. Last week, last week was Chicago 1, Carolina 2, Denver 3, Arizona 4, New England 5. All right, coming in at number 5, 1 and 4, Arizona. You suck. Now the Cardinals defense is allowing an NFL high, how about this, 26 first downs per game. Damn. That's the highest total this century. And they still beat the Cowboys. Can you imagine time of possession, Norm? It's They're just such an anomaly this year. Yeah. Everything about their stats, their games, it's just weird. Yeah, all right. Coming in at number four, one and four, the New York football Giants. You suck. Yeah, they lost at Miami 31-16. 
Daniel Jones is 26 in passing yards, is tied for the league league with six interceptions, and has been sacked 28 times in five games. Other than that, sounds like a great start to his new contract. And, uh, Bob, my wife has him in fantasy. I would be looking for a new fantasy. Oh, yeah, she did. All right, coming in at number three. I love this. One and four, New England. You suck. Yeah, they lost to New Orleans 34-0 in their last two games. The Pats have been outscored 72-3 and haven't had an offensive touchdown in their last 34 drives. So they brought Bill O'Brien back to energize that offense. It has not worked out well for them. They just don't have any talent. Plus, you know, with Judon and Gonzalez hurt, that's their two best defensive players. Yeah. And Zeke Elliott's. He's done. He's done. Yeah. Coming in at number two. One and four, Denver. You suck. Yeah, they lost to the Jets 31-21. Broncos media did a poll. What was worse, allowing 70 points to Miami or losing to Nathaniel Hackett? 70% said which one, Bob? Losing to Hackett. Yes, it was. All right. Last but not least, and they don't even have a first-round pick next year. 0-5 Carolina. You suck. They lost to Detroit. 42-24. Bryce Young is 29th in quarterback rating and dead last in the NFL and averaging only 5.2 yards per pass attempt. Well, Frank Reich's got his work cut out for him. Adam Thielen's had a nice little bounce yeah, yes back. Yes, he here. has. Yes, he has. But like you talked about uh, with New England, a lot of weapons at the disposal of old Bryce Young right now. Yeah, they're looking for a number one wide receiver. They had it. Oh, he and he's been great. Traded it to uh, Chicago. And their first-round pick. (laughs) So, in summary, Carolina 1, Denver 2, New England 3, Giants 4, Arizona 5. Those are your five worst through five-week schedule for week six NFL season. Denver's at Kansas City Thursday night, 8-15 kickoff. Chiefs, 10.5-point favorites there. Ravens are now four-point favorites over Tennessee. We'll be talking a lot about that over the next couple of days. 9.30 kickoff. Baltimore game day uncensored pregame show coming up at 6 a.m. This Sunday. What time was that again, Bob? 6 a.m. Jesus Eastern Christ. time. Maryland Live. Uh, Nolan, are you uh, engineering that extravagance? I believe Joe LaCroix will be uh, hanging you, out you'll with You'll be guys. rolling over, Norm? I'll be, yes, sir. Yep. <laughs> you know, if uh, the Orioles could somehow manage to pull this one off, game one of the ALCS will be Sunday. Would it really? Mm-hmm. Ooh. I don't know if we can handle another Sunday like we just had. Well, you're already looking to sleep, and Vinny said it's going to rain this weekend, too. Yeah. So if the it's Orioles are good. done and we don't want them to be, and it's a 9.30 game, they could be a enter Sandman for the old Bobster by 3 o'clock. Yeah. Depending on what the other matchups have. But anyway, Ravens, four-point favorites against Tennessee. Washington is at Atlanta. Atlanta's minus two and a half. And what, as Q said, what winning teams are kind of fraudulent. I mean, if Ritter plays like he did last week, Atlanta could be competitive, but still, I don't know. Washington was frauds at 2-0. and oh, I think oh, yeah. we've come to that conclusion. Well, Getting they finally drubbed. got Pitts the ball, too. Yes, they did. But Bijan didn't do anything. Minnesota at Chicago. Bears coming off that thumping oh. of Washington. Minnesota, two and a half point favorites. Justin Jefferson out. For at least oh, four games, I'm liking there. the Bears there, Bob. They're all they put points up and DJ Moore against uh, Denver. Good. Yeah, Seattle's at Cincy. This is an interesting matchup. Week six, very 
Bengals minus three. Seahawks two and zero on the road. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and they they get a ton of pressure on the quarterback too. Seattle. So that's going to be a really intriguing game. These are all 1 o'clock games, by the way, with the exception of the Ravens' 9.30 kick. Uh, 49ers at Browns. San Francisco could do the Ravens a solid here with a win. San Francisco minus 5. And what is it? Watson hasn't practiced or whatever. Bob, I'll really be anxious to see that Cleveland defense against San Fran. Because that Cleveland defense I thought was good. And they're going to be – this is going to be their biggest challenge of the year. Carolina's at Miami. You mentioned the Panthers at 0-5. Yeah. Dolphins 4-1. Uh, they lost A-Chan today. Miami did, unfortunately. Yeah, burner. Yeah, he's going to be out for a few weeks is what the reports are. Dolphins minus 13.5. Colts at Jacksonville. Two, three, and two teams. Early supremacy, I guess, in the AFC South. Jacksonville coming back home after winning in London. Four and a half point favorites. And you, guess who else is going back home as a starting quarterback? Gardner Minshew. Yeah. Because uh, Richardson out for uh, yeah, four he's weeks. Jacksonville's quarterback. So he's uh, let's see here. New Orleans at Houston. Saints minus one and a half at three and two. That'll, that'll, be, a, that'll be an interesting game, too. New England's at the Raiders. Raiders win last night over Green Bay. Las Vegas minus three. Cardinals. They're at the Rams getting six and a half. Mm. Eagles at Jets. This is 425. Jets still getting that prime time national yeah. TV exposure. Philly minus seven. And Q said that Philly was fraudulent at five and oh. They got uh, a hell of a defense. They're gonna get an up close and personal look, gangrene yeah. at the Eagles. Lions at Tampa. Hey, Tampa's three and one. And and Baker's been playing good. Three point spread in favor of Detroit on the road. Next week, remember the Lions come to Baltimore. Giants at Buffalo. Ooh, Buffalo going to be pissed. Probably uh, Diggs had over 100 yards and a touchdown, and he was still throwing stuff around there. Buffalo minus 14. And then Monday night, Kellen Moore, new OC of the Chargers. I'm sure he'll be uh, interested in the matchup against the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas getting thumped by San Francisco. Dallas still laying two on the road against the L.A. Chargers. That is your Monday night football extravaganza. We'll come back, talk baseball playoffs. Mike Exisa, CBSSports.com. Another funhouse trip, Nolan McGraw. Inside access at two. And then it's Baltimore baseball tonight. Me, Ryan Ripkin, Mike Porter could be checking in. We're brought to you by Salvo Auto Parts. Orioles need to win or the season's over. You can hear the game on the fan. We start talking about it later on this night. Uh, Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is their 
there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Your sports information station, 105.7 The Fan. Good evening, 105.7 The Fan. Turn it up Tuesday, Little Priest, which is kind of the quintessential turn it up to 12 band. One more segment to go. Get your song request in. Plaza for text on at 410-583-1057. Baltimore baseball tonight. Yours truly, Brian Ripken, Mike Bordick, previewing game three. ALDS, Orioles trying to stay alive as Dean Kramer gets the ball against Nathan Avaldi. Birds obviously down 0-2. It's Vinny and Haiti, Bob Haiti, Vinny Serrato joining us to talk about that and the other matchups here in the DS round. Uh, CBSSports.com. He's on the WGK Law Guest Hotline. Let's welcome back to the show Mike Exisa. Mike, what is happening? Oh, not much. How are you guys doing? Doing all right. You know, we're trying to uh, do a little BG staying alive here in Baltimore, which we'll get to in a second. But it looked like the Braves were very much going to be in that situation themselves. What a dramatic game. I know it's just air quotes ALDS game two, but boy, that thing was as dramatic as it comes. Wheeler was dealing. He was tossing a no-hitter. And then the Braves with the wherewithal to come from behind. And then Harris with a brilliant play to close things out. We knew this was going to be a competitive series. Does this have the makings, Mike, of a series that's going five? Because that's just the way the baseball gods want it to be. Yeah, I think so. I think this has been, it's only been two games, but I mean, this has been by far the most entertaining series we've seen this postseason so far. And I think for the Phillies, I mean, geez, that's a really like tough one to swallow last night. I think if you would have told them before the series, you're going to go to Atlanta, split the first two games, they would have taken it. But, you know, you were three innings away from being having a 2-0 lead. You had a four-run lead there. I mean, that that's just kind of a tough loss to swallow. But, I mean, the Phillies, we've kind of seen the last two years, they're going to kind of just brush off a loss like that, and they'll be back at it tomorrow. But, yeah, this has been by far the most entertaining series. And, I just think maybe these are probably the two best teams in in the postseason right now. I think just look at the way they're constructed right now. The Phillies are just so good, and really the bullpen. We didn't see it last night, but the bullpen's really deep. So I think this is this is the best series, and I'm looking forward to the next, hopefully, the next three games of it. No, we're not going to nitpick uh, Snickers' uh, strategy too much because we've been doing a lot about that yeah. with Hyde. But uh, Iglesias doesn't face uh, Bryce Harper, your closer, and I know Harper had wore him out before, but was that a head-scratching tenny level for you? No, I thought that was fine. I thought, you know, there's enough of a history there where – I mean, the numbers are just, you, you can't really ignore them. I think he's like four for six with three home runs. Something, it's just something that you just can't ignore there. And Minter's very good. And it just didn't work out there where he walked them. But I thought that was the right idea. And, I mean, it didn't bite them. But I don't think that's something that would kind of rankle Iglesias there. I know some guys are very like, okay, I'm a closer. I want the ninth inning. I don't care who I'm facing. I think in that situation, it made sense to go after Harper with the lefty. He had trouble with Freed all night. That's just the way I would have gone. I thought that was the right thing. And, 
you know, he walked him. It didn't work out in that sense, but they got away with it and won the game anyway. So really, you know, it's not that big of a problem now. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be something that that he's answering questions about today. Still, Mike uh, with the Dodgers down 0-2, both losses at home. Diamondbacks doing what the Texas has done 4-0 yeah. in the postseason, 4-0 away from home. But where does LA go? For, I mean, they need to win, duh. But where yeah. do they go from here with their pitching injuries finally catching up to them now? Yeah, I mean, this was like a known issue coming into the postseason that their rotation, it's not the rotation we've seen the last few years when they take in, that they take into the postseason. Kershaw's had this shoulder problem for really a month he's been pitching on. He's been pitching once a week. He's not pitching every fifth day. He's pitching every seventh day. He was awful. His stuff was down in game one. And I know there's the Kershaw postseason narrative, but he just he didn't look like the guy we saw even this summer. His stuff was down and... You know, Bobby Miller, the rookie, he kind of got overwhelmed there, didn't pitch well. I mean, these were problems that just we, we kind of knew they were there, and we were kind of wondering what would happen, and we saw kind of the worst-case scenario play out. And to come back, obviously, the pitching has to be better. they got to get something from Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman. They're, it's a very top-heavy lineup. I'm not – you know, the bottom of the lineup is good, the rest of it's good, but those are the two guys at the top who really kind of drive the bus there, and they just – they haven't really done much this series, so they got to get them going. they got to get – a starter to go beyond two innings or one and a third or whatever it was Miller went last night. So uh, they're, they're in kind of trouble there. And, you know, you look throughout the season, the Dodgers, even though they won 100 games, I think it was, they, they didn't look quite as fearsome as they did in the past. They looked pretty vulnerable. And I mean, the rotation, the situation has played out about as worse, as bad as it possibly could. Mike Xisa talking baseball with him. Playoffs, that is. Video at Handy 1057, the fan. Mike with CBSSports.com. Now the Twins and Astros. And I said before the playoffs, half joking. And maybe we're underestimating Minnesota. They have really good starting pitching. They hit a ton of home runs. Uh, Lewis is back, and his impact was felt certainly against the Blue Jays. Now they have Sonny Gray going tonight to take control, perhaps, of this series. Did we underestimate the Twins, who did win their division? Granted, the only team in the division with a winning yeah. record, but did we underestimate them? Did they get caught in the watch of everyone else getting the attention heading into the postseason? Yeah, I think it's. I think they got underrated a little bit, just because the AL Central it's it's the weakest division in baseball. It has been for I mean, geez, going on ten, fifteen years now, and it's kind of hard to get a read on those teams exactly how good they are. And you just look at the last few postseasons. A team wins the division, and they they win the AL Central, and they go to the postseason, they get eliminated in the first round. That's been going on since since Cleveland went to the World Series in 2016. And you look at the Twins now, and the Twins now, compared to the Twins teams that had that 18-game postseason losing streak, they were, they're nothing alike. This team hits home runs. Pitchers actually strike batters out. I mean, you go back, look at those old twin teams. They all have, like, pitch-to-contact pitching staffs, and that just it doesn't work in the postseason anymore. And this is a much more, like, modern team that's built to win in the postseason. And other than as soon as Justin Verlander exited game one after the sixth inning, the Twins have been the best team from that point forward pretty clearly. And you know, the Astros are not quite as good as they were the last few years. So there's an opening there for Minnesota. And I think with the, with the pitching they have now, they hit home runs. It, they, there's no reason I think they can't beat the Astros. And I mean, if they're as good a bet as anybody to get to the World Series at this point. Now, what about, uh, did the, you think the O's have any shot coming back? Yeah, sure. I think so. I mean, obviously it'll be difficult. I think only seven teams in this best of five wild card era, only seven teams of come back from from come from back from down 0-2. So it'll be tough, and especially because they already went through Bradish and Grayson Rodriguez, and now they're kind of relying on their back-end guys. And, you know, I know the, the Orioles had a much better record during the regular season. I really don't think the gap between them and the Rangers was as big as the record suggests. I think, 
you know, the run differential was much closer. The Rangers had a lot more blowout wins, which is usually a bit more indicative of talent than one run games. And I don't think this is like a complete shock that the Rangers came in and put a bunch of runs on the board. And I guess if you're the Orioles, the, the kind of thing you can hang your head on is we were right. You were in game one, right to the very end. It was a one run game. You scored eight runs in game two. You got to Jordan Montgomery. So that was at least something to be encouraged about. They just got to get some better starting pitching there. And that's something that we kind of knew was an issue coming into not just the postseason, but really the season in general. I, not for nothing, but Michael Elias didn't do the best job of reinforcing the rotation, either in the offseason or at the trade deadline. And that's kind of hurt them now. They're good enough to come back. Of course, they are. But, geez, beating the Rangers three times the next three games, that's going to be a really tough or a real tough task for them. What's the environment like in Texas, you know, for the playoffs. Is it going to be crazy there tonight, like Philly and Minnesota are at home? I don't think it'll be like that. You know, I haven't been to their new ballpark yet, but I know it doesn't look great on TV, but everybody I've talked to has been there, says it's actually a really nice ballpark there. It's kind of cozy. And so I think it'll be good. But, you know, I think when you're one win away from going to the ALCS, I mean, the Rangers haven't been home in like three weeks just because of the way their schedule worked out. So I think the fans are going to be pretty amped up there. And, I don't know if it's going to be Philly crazy, but I think it'll be a pretty excited crowd there. Mike Exisa covers baseball, MLB baseball, that is, for CBSSports.com. Mike, we appreciate your time as always. Enjoy the games today into tonight, and hopefully next time we talk, the Orioles are still playing some October fun. How's that sound? That sounds great. Thanks, guys. You got it. Yeah. Mike Exisa, it's video at Haiti 105.7. The fan will come back, take a trip through the funhouse. Nolan McGraw, then Inside Access takes over at 2. And then it's Baltimore baseball tonight. It's me. It's Ryan Ripken. It's Mike Bordick. We're brought to you by Salvo Auto Parts. It's a 90-minute edition getting you ready for Game 3, Orioles-Rangers, a game you can hear on the fan. As Hyder would say, the Bobster and the Vin Man. I like our guys. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Got a Big Ten basketball media day happening. Maryland. Two players on the All-Big Ten preseason team, Jameer Young and Juju Reese. Mm-hmm. Kevin Willard said the incoming freshman class is the best he's ever had. Nice. Now, will this turn into wins once the season begins? We'll find out soon enough. But the wizard, Walt Williams, will be on the show before you know it because basketball starting, NBA playoff or playoffs. Preseason started. It seemed like the playoffs were just last week. But it just, it's the cycle. NHL starts tonight. Caps don't start till Friday, though. Yeah. And I mean, they got a weird schedule, Bob. They play Friday and then not again till Monday. Well, they're old. Maybe they want to give them as much rest as yeah, they could possibly yeah, maybe. Interesting matchups, college football, real quick before we get to the fun house. Oregon and Washington. Yeah. ABC, two undefeated Pac 12 teams. Penix and Bo Nix quarterbacks in this one where's that at it's in washington okay that'll be yeah it'll be an interesting game yeah three-point favorites are the huskies in this one and then you've got usc notre dame how much longer is notre dame going to hold on to that top 25 spot as their three-point favorites against the uh trojans they are favorite at home damn minus three i i don't i don't i don't know if things score enough points bob notre dame and then Miami, with one of the great gaffes of all time, Crystal Ball, they're at North Carolina taking on Drake May and the Tar Heels. North Carolina, three-and-a-half-point favorites in that one. I tell you what, Bob, I watched Drake May last Saturday. He was phenomenal. I mean, 
arm strength, touch, all those things. I mean, it was like it just reminded it. it you thought you were watching Herbert or somebody like that or Josh Allen. That's you really? know because he's a big guy like that, and he can, he can throw it. He was completing like every pass. I mean, they were wearing out Syracuse. I mean, they what they win by like thirty or whatever. This would be a good test for them. And I'm glad that Cristobal finally I screwed up, you know, yeah. because he he sounded like a, a jerk after the game. Georgia Tech was out of timeouts. Yeah. All you had to do was just roll around on the ground with the ball, and the yeah. clock would have ran out. But that's a them thing. Maryland fourteen point favorites against Illinois. And what I want to see, Vinny, and we'll talk about it as the week goes on, starting tomorrow, blow them out. Bounce back nicely. It was a tough L. You had Ohio State at your advantage for a while. You were up 10-zip, 17-10, third quarter. Come back and thump a team you're supposed to thump. And then do it again next week against uh, Northwestern. Yeah. And Illinois started out, but they kind of faded. They lost to Nebraska yeah. last week. Winless in the league. Yeah, they've been fading. And, and yeah. They're, uh, they're rebuilding. Beatle uh, is. All right, Nolan, before we get to the fun house, it's Fitting and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. Turn it up Tuesday. Alice Chains, that's another great band that cranked the 12. When we're here tomorrow, am I going to be pimping uh, another BBT? <coughs> or are we going to talk about the season that was and look ahead to an off season With great expectations. But I don't want this season to be over just right. yet. No off-season talk for at least... One more day. <laughs> Man Bun's going five tonight, Lanlin. Or, big, I mean, uh, big Norm. five innings. It's yep. crazy that we're talking. Five innings. Wow. Are you kidding me? If he's, if he's rolling through five and he's at 70 pitches, yep. his ass better be out there for the sixth inning. I agree. Too. Well, that's just me. They don't ask for my opinion. Don't panic. The, uh, don't out. panic. If you go down one run, please don't panic. Oh, uh, yeah. Don't get correct. And I don't want to see Baker or Webb. No Baker, no Webby. I, well, only Webby. I would have uh, seen Lardarius Webb, maybe watching it on television. I'll take that. I don't want no Jacob Webb throw a baseball at a Texas bat tonight. Is that too much to ask? I think that's pretty reasonable, but we'll see what happens. Maybe somebody in uh, Arlington needs a souvenir. <laughs> Tomorrow we'll start getting into the uh, Ravens breakdown against Tennessee with the film study, the loss to the Steelers. Oh, all the plays that were left on the field. We get into all of that and more inside access coming up in a matter of minutes. Then it's Baltimore baseball tonight brought to you by Salvo Auto Parts. Me, Ryan Ripken, and Mike Borda getting you ready for game three. But let's fun house. Quick draws, fun house. The rudeness, tuneness text reader. Who's the fastest gun alive? This side of the Chesapeake. Sponsored by the Smile Design Center. Changing the way you feel about dentistry one smile at a time. For information or to schedule an appointment for care, give them a call today. 443-348-8812. I like that quick draw. 1057 The Fan. Well, speaking of those pitchers that you don't want to see come yes. into the game, this texter says that Brandon Hyde punted on Sunday after going down 5-2. He felt the game was already out of reach, so his instinct said put Baker and Webb in the game because this one's already over. It was inexcusable. You're already down one game in the series. So many other options out of that bullpen could have done better. I disagree 100%. And if you could go more than 100%, I would say 101%. Now, it might have been poor managing 
I don't think five two in the second inning. He's punting on the game. Yeah. Absolutely not. You want to get into their bullpen. They had their bullpen on the ropes on Saturday. Just couldn't come through with a clutch hit. They scored eleven or eight runs. No, he wasn't punting. He just made a bad decision. Well, more piling on Hyde here because why not right. get it in now? Well, because Harv's got it yesterday. Turn about the fair play. No, don't worry. We'll get to him in a second. <laughs> uh, Lance here says sometimes a manager and trainer have to protect their players uh, and what's best for them in the long term. To bring Means up as a starter was a huge mistake, especially coming off Tommy John surgery. Should have put him in the bullpen where he was most needed at the time. Uh, he goes on to say here, I know Kramer was struggling at the time, but the bullpen was more of a need. Well, I'll defer to the experts in the Orioles medical staff because I'm assuming they went through every possible protocol they could to make sure he was healthy enough to pitch. And I don't think they were doing it against his will either. It's just an unfortunate circumstance. This one here on Harbaugh is from Howard in Baltimore. Raises an interesting point. I guess makes you want to go back and watch the end of the first half debacle again. He says, well, we'll start with Harbaugh. He said that they were intending to kick the field goal the entire time. Correct. And that they were running the clock down. Right. Howard says, you watch the play. When the ball snapped, all the receivers run a full route. He says that was an intended play. Uh, and Harbaugh's lying about what their intentions were there. Liar! No, because they talked to Lindenbaum after. You know, and and then Lamar looked like he was kind of like, what, what's, mm-hmm. what's that ball? Right. You know, because like he's like, whoa. The thing that gets me is like they're talking about him like they're the 81 Chargers. I mean, they had 19 seconds left. Yeah. Or again, someone yesterday yeah. said it's Mahomes isn't on the other sideline. No. Who's the guy you have to worry about in those situations. <laughs> yeah. Pick not even the father. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pick it. Pat was Mahomes. There. And they had 88 total yards going right. into that. And one last one here, sticking with the negativity. We're getting it out Sweet. of our system here. We got to get it out. You got to flush it. Usually, twenty-four hours. This texter here says, uh, "You don't have to pay me any kind of front office money to say that this bullpen is horrible." Been saying this for months. They were carried by Bautista. The rest of the group sucks. They don't have a chance in the second half of games. Who are you actually confident in coming out of the bullpen? Well, I guess we should just call Texas and tell them not to play the game tonight. And even if it gets close, we'll just throw in the towel and refuse to let things happen. Personally, I would go Tyler Wells as my closer. That's just me if we're in a safe situation. Because Cano was an all-star. We tend to forget that. Mm -hmm. He's been very hittable in the second half of the season. You know, I'm pretty confident in D.L. Hall, Danny Coulomb. Oh, D.L. Dealing Hall is mm-hmm. what we're calling him. And C.N.L. Perez has had a nice little second-half renaissance. So it's all not – I'd still take the Orioles' bullpen over Texas's, and hopefully it'll get to be a bullpen game tonight. Actually, I'd like to see the Orioles win like 15 to nothing. Mm. That would be super terrific, but we don't always get what we want. It's video at Haiti, 105.7 The Fed. That's going to do it for us. Inside Access is coming up next. That is Baltimore Baseball Today brought to you by Salvo Auto Parts. Me, Ryan Ripkin, Mike Bordick. Getting ready for game three, and then it's the Orioles-Texas Rangers here on 105.7 The Fan for Nolan McGraw, Vinny Serrato, and Bob Haiti. Stay safe, stay healthy. We'll talk to you in the morning. For now, class of the spin.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.